You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Family, whatever waits for us in 2022, we can know that God has gone before us. Whatever is waiting for us to do in 2022, whatever wants to come against you, I want to remind you that the Bible teaches us that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than the one that's in this world. Maybe you've experienced some storms in 2021. Let me see your hand. You experienced some storms, some difficulties. Yes. Those waves of difficulties that's been beating against your boat. Those storms that lifted up the boat and it felt like it was going to tip over. Storms of life, storms of this world. Those things are there. Remember, you are in the world, but you're not off this world. That's you, the boat that's in the water, but it's not off the water. So make sure that you keep the storms of this world, the things of this world, out of your boat. We have problems, we experience problems when we allow too much of the world into our boat. Amen? Jesus said, the same way that I'm not of this world, my disciples are not of this world. Things around us might be negative. We live in a negative world, but you're from a positive kingdom. When you serve the Lord Jesus Christ, when you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. This was the difference between David and Goliath. They confessed exactly the same. Goliath said to David, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you. And I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air who are shouting at it. Sometimes you have a giant shouting at you. David said no. He might be smaller, but he found himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Where he said, you've not come against me, but you've come against my God. And I'll be the one that will kill you. And guess what? The little rugged boy killed the giant. Not because he was a giant slayer, but because he had a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. Amen? Family, this here, a life rich towards God. Jesus taught his disciples to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Our assignment in this world where there's negativity, where there's every evil, is to manifest a heaven here on earth. Turn to the person next to you and say, get ready to manifest heaven here on earth. We live in a negative world. We live in a negative world, but we're of a positive kingdom. Joshua and Caleb said, let's go. Let's do it. Let's possess the land. I like the vision that was shared. The enemy is out there, but we can go and possess that land. Amen? Are you ready to take up that assignment? 
as I was praying and just wanted to hear from God. What is it about this year, Lord? What is it about this year? So many times we've, we've had these words, the, the year of the light of God's favor, the year of double, the year of increase, the year of multiplication, the year of breakthrough. I just became aware of God's goodness, that He's kept us. And the thing that the Lord just dropped in my heart is this year, live a life rich towards God. Because if we say we're a people of faith and the just shall live by faith, faith is merely just acknowledging what you already have. Faith is just acknowledging what you already have. So if I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus, I'm already blessed to be a blessing. A life rich towards God. Joshua that eventually went into the promised land. And we looked at chapter 1 where God said to him, I'll be with you in the same way I was with Moses. But in the end of Joshua, he said something completely different because it's not how we start, but it's how we finish. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Joshua chapter 24. Guys, can we go to verse 14? I want to read from there. Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve Him in sincerity and in truth. Serve Him with a humble heart and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord, verse 15. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua knew that there were many alternatives. There were many options. He knew if he wanted to serve God at must come from a willing heart, a willing mind. Family, this is the beginning of the year. Our decisions determine who we are before God. Can I say it again? Our decisions determine who we are before God. It's not how we start this year. How will you finish this year? Not everybody at the beginning of the year say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to stop doing this. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So that there can be a continuation of God's goodness, God's mercy in your life. Turn to the person next to you say, a life rich toward God. Tell them again, say, a life rich toward God. Can I speak to husbands? Can I speak to fathers for just one minute? A life rich toward God starts at home. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve God. A life rich toward God starts at home. What can I do 
to make my wife's life richer, better? What can I do to be a better husband? What can I do to be a better father? As a pastor, what can I do to be a better spiritual leader? A better pastor, how can I care for you in a better way? Make your life richer. Turn to the person next you say, a life rich toward God. The same goes for wives. The same goes for the children. But Joshua made a decision. He said, I know you have many options. He said, I knew during this time of coming into the promised land, you've allowed things into your life that should not be there. The church has allowed a lot of things into her midst that should not be there. I spoke to a lady a while back, not seen her in church for a long time. And during the conversation, she said, I still love Jesus. I still love Jesus. And when she said it, I believed it. She had a conviction. I knew she loved Jesus. And afterwards, I said, God, but... I'm really convinced that she still loves you. But why don't I see her in church? The Lord said to me, she still loves me. She just started loving other things more than me. Joshua said to the people, I know you have many options. Decide who you want to serve. If God is busy building his church... And you want to have a life rich toward God. If you are blessed, be a blessing to those around you. You cannot do that when you're on your own. Remember, what you make happen for others, God will make those things happen for you. I'm very blessed. My dad taught me a lot of things, but one thing that really had a major impact upon my life. He almost every day told me, don't wait for things to happen, make it happen. Don't wait for things to happen, make it happen. Faith acts now. Faith believes now. Faith receives now. Turn to the person next to you and say, make it happen. Tell them again, say, make it happen. Jesus said, go into the world. You know, people's want blessing in their lives. But if you are blessed already, go out and be a blessing. Remember Luke 6 verse 38. I'm quoting from the Passion Translation. It says, give generously and generously gifts will be given back to you, shaken down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. Your measurement of generosity becomes the measurement of your return. What you make happen for other people, God will make those things happen for you. This is the kingdom way. When you look at the parable of the miners, when Jesus called the ten, what did he say to them? He said, with what I've given you, go and do business until I come back. With God, what God has blessed you with, the talents that he has given you, the graces that he's given you, use it to advance the kingdom of God. Turn to the person next to you and say, do business until Jesus comes back. 
Do you know what that means? It means you don't have to wait for anybody to say, go and pray, go and help. If there's a need and you can meet it, do it. The Bible says, he who knows to do good and he does not do it, it's sin. A life rich toward God. What has God given you? And what are you doing with that to be a blessing to those around you? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 25. I want to read from the Message Bible, verse 14. Listen to this. It's also like a man going off on an extended trip. He called his servants together and delegated responsibilities. To one, he gave $5,000. To another, 2000 To a third one, 1000 depending on their ability. So God is going to ask of you to give account according to your ability, the grace, the gifts that he has given to you. Then he left. Right off, the first servant went to work and doubled his master's investment. The second one did the same, but the man with the single thousand dug a hole and carefully buried his master's money. Verse 19. After a long absence, the master of those three servants came back and settled up with them. The one given $5,000 showed him how he had doubled his investment. His masters commended him, good work. You did your job well. From now on, be my partner. Wow. Can you see here where he was just working? Jesus said, come be a partner. Come be part of what I'm doing. The servant with the 2000 showed how he had doubled his master's investment. His master commended him. Good work. You did your job well from now on. Be my partner. Verse 24. The servant given 1,000 said, Master, I know you have high standards. Ladies, it's good to have high standards. Amen. If you're waiting for the Mr. Right, it's good to have high standards. Amen. Don't you the person next you say it's good to have high standards. So don't settle for second best. High standards. I know you have high standards and hate careless ways that you demand the best and make no allowances for error. I was afraid I might disappoint you, so I found a good hiding place and secured your money. Here it is, safe and sound down to the last cent. Verse 26, the master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? The least you could have done would have been to invest a sum with the bankers, where at least I would have gotten a little interest. Take the thousand and give it to the one who risked the most and get rid of this play it safe who won't go out on a limb, throw him out into utter darkness. Turn to the person next you say, we cannot play it safe. Turn to the person on the other side, say, a life rich toward God. Family, can I tell you something? Listen to me. Anybody that's entered into the kingdom of God 
and has received talents or gifts from God, you have the ability to double it. Let me say it again. As a child of the Most High God, the gifts that He has given you, you have the ability to double it. Can I have one amen? Can I have one more amen? We are looking for partners in the kingdom of God that will use their gifts and double it. That's the minimum according to the Word of God. Not playing it safe. But stepping out and trusting God. I'm not saying being reckless. If we read here, you can see, he said, I hate careless ways. We're not talking about being careless, but stepping out and trusting Jesus. Walking on water when your eyes are upon Jesus, when he said, jump out of the boat. That's not being reckless. That's putting your faith in God. What have you been doing with what God has entrusted you with? What are you confessing about what God has given you? Let me tell you something. What comes out of your mouth, what actually comes out of your heart, can be helpful or hazardous. It can break down or it can build up. When you see somebody has a gift an ability, live a life rich towards God and be a blessing and encourage that person to finish strong. We have too many people pulling people down. What have you been doing? Maybe what have you not been doing with what God has entrusted you with? Turn to the person that you say, I'm going to finish strong. I mean, when I read the Message Bible, it says it's criminal to live cautiously. I mean, the one thing that the past two years have been pumping into our minds, into our hearts, live a life where you are very cautiously. Let me see your hand if I'm talking to the right people. Pushing the church back, stay at home, don't do anything, don't step out. He didn't want to disappoint his master. Having an attitude of thinking you're going to disappoint somebody is already disappointing. Get your hopes up. With that which God has given you, just start to do something with it. Jesus said, get rid of the person that's just going to say, I'm going to play it safe. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm not going to play it safe. I'm going to live a life rich toward God. Family, listen to me. If we go by this standard, whatever God has given you, you can double it. Can I use a simple example? Maybe you've committed an hour to a project at the church. Maybe it's to help in the children's church or whatever, to Tukisa project in the gardens or whatever. You've committed an hour and you say, okay, I want to double that in this year. Don't try and do it immediately. You're going to discourage yourself. But you can go and say, okay, well, I've committed an hour a week. I'm going to add 15 minutes from this week for the first quarter. And just get used to that. The next quarter, you add another 15 minutes. The next quarter, you add another 15 minutes. And by the end of the year, 
you've doubled your time in something that you're doing to help somebody. Is that that difficult? Your prayer time, if you are praying five minutes or ten minutes or whatever, just add, start adding a quarter to that. For the first quarter, by the end of the year, you have doubled your prayer time. Bible reading, exactly the same. Remember, when you read the Bible, you are spending time with Jesus. So every time you pick up your Bible, you're spending time with Jesus. He's our reason for living. So many people have declared the year of double, the year of increase, the year of breakthrough. And I'm not watering that down. But when you are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus, when God has given you talents and he said, go and double, you know when you go out, you have the ability on the inside to double whatever God has given you. It's going to be a year of double for you. So live a life reached towards God. Can I tell you something why many people don't reach that place where they can double? Because a life reached towards God starts by giving Jesus the rightful place in your heart. Most of the challenges, problems that people face is because they've not given Jesus the rightful place in their hearts. If you want to live a life rich toward God, give Jesus the rightful place in your heart. It means God wants to help us, encourage us to do more in this year. Can I give you a personal testimony? At a stage, I took on an assignment that in my heart felt I just wanted to do to assist and to help. And when I took this on, I really saw it as an assignment from heaven. So I gave 110%. 110%. My spiritual father became aware of this. I didn't want him to know about this, but he became aware of it. He spoke to me about it and he said, are you doing this? I said, yes, I'm busy doing this. He looked at me. I said, is there anything else that I should do? In my heart, I was thinking I was doing 110%. And he looked at me and he said, yes. And I thought, wow, what would that be? I said, what is that, sir? And he said, just do more. And it hit me in my heart and I realized that there's certain things that when we are busy with it, God will give us the grace to even do more. Certain things that are very precious to Jesus. It's not for us to go into this world and to criticize the way that people are doing things or what people are saying. But a life reached toward God 
will show the more excellent way. Sometimes when we do things that seem very ordinary in the natural, it has an extraordinary effect in the spirit. Turn to the person next to you and say, be aware of those things. Sometimes things seem very ordinary in the natural, but it has an extraordinary effect in the spirit. I'm going to close with this. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2 Kings chapter 13. Look at this. 2 Kings 13 verse 15. And Elisha said to him, Take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it, and Elisha put his hands on the king's hands, and he said, Open the east window. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot! And he shot. Can I just stop here quickly? Revelation says, God has opened a door for us that no man can close. Malachi talks about the windows of heaven that God has opened. But here the man of God says to him, open the window. Oftentimes there's windows that you will have to open yourself. God didn't open that window for him. He had to shoot the arrow. Oftentimes you will have to do for yourself what you have to do. It's not all up to you, but it's surely not all up to God. You have your part to play. Amen? Look at the next part. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. So this is a prophetic action. God is busy doing something supernatural. For you must strike the Syrians at Apex till you have destroyed them. Then he said, take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck three times and stopped. And the man of God was angry with him. This almost sounds the same as Matthew 5, where the master was angry because he didn't do what he was supposed to do, what was placed in his hand. And the man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria Till you had destroyed it, but now you will strike Syria only three times. He struck the arrows at his level of comfort. Whereas if he had just gone a little bit further, there could have been a greater victory. Sometimes God will challenge us beyond our place of comfort. In 2022, a life reached towards God. Maybe God will require of you to go to somebody that does not like you, somebody that's wronged you, somebody that's sent you an angry face emoji, and you're going to reply with a friendly face emoji because you've made a decision, a life reach towards God. Did I get that right, young people? Prepare your heart to do even more, not just to function at the level where you are comfortable, because God is ready to do far more abundantly. Whatever you could ask, whatever you could dream, whatever you could imagine. Ephesians 3 verse 20, the Passion Translation says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. 
He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for His miraculous power constantly energizes you. Family, you have everything on the inside of you to live a life rich towards God. God will never ask you to do anything if He's not empowered you to do it. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, it teaches us that God gives us the power to be successful. God will give you the power to do good, to live a life rich towards God. Can I tell you something? When you know God will empower you, make sure that you draw close to Him. When Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve God. He was actually saying, as for me and my house, we are going to draw closer to God. Because as we draw closer to God, we know God will draw closer to us. Many of us have come from 2021 into 2022 running at the speed of white light. You've not slowed down. You've not even taken a break. You feel tired. You feel wearied out. Am I talking to the right people here? Let me see your hand. You have some burdens from 2021 that you've brought into 2022. Some offenses, some hurts, some pains that you have to leave in 2021. It's not too late. See, you don't know what I've gone through, Bernard. It's just been too hectic. You don't know the burden, the yoke that I'm carrying. This challenge that I'm facing, I'm, I'm going to have to fast for 40 days. I'm, I, I just have to sort out my life. Get this out of my life. Let me see your hand if I'm talking to the right people. Show me that anywhere in the Bible where Jesus requires that of you. That's not what Jesus said. In Matthew 11, Jesus said, come to me. He didn't say first fast. He didn't say read through your Bible. He didn't say pray for 21 days. He didn't say sort out your life and get it sorted out. He just said, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden. Says that heavy burden that you are carrying, that thing that you're trying to resolve by yourself, come with it. I will give you rest. Doesn't matter what you are going through, just come to Jesus. He said, take my yoke and learn from me. For I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Family, listen to me. Here's the key. A life rich toward God is not difficult. It's easy. A life rich towards God is not difficult. It's easy. It's not about seeking his works, 
but learning His ways. According to Galatians 5 verse 22, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. When He said, come, learn from me. I am gentle. I am lowly of heart. Lowly of heart means I'm humble. Jesus is humble. Can I tell you something? When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, humility is not something you do. It's who you have become because of your total dependence upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Serving is not something you just do. It's who you've become because the greatest servant lives on the inside of you. Worship is not just something you do. It's who you've become because you are worshiping in spirit and in truth because you are born of the spirit. You know why you can have a life rich towards God? Because you can enter into His presence. Righteousness is not something you do because if it comes from yourself, you'll become self-righteous. But he who knew no sin became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God. And the only way that you can enter into the Holy of Holies is by the blood of Jesus. And when you enter into the Holy of Holies and you've allowed the blood of Jesus to cover you, now you can lift up holy hands and say, you are holy Holy, holy, holy. What God has given you when you are faithful with it, you become his partner. His ability becomes your ability. The life that we can live in 2022, a life rich towards God, does not come from your own strength and your own ability, but it comes from God's ability. His ability that has become your ability. Are you ready to surrender those burdens, those heavy things from 2021, and just give it to the Lord. And just say, Lord, I'm just coming to you the way that I am. Maybe you're angry about things from 2021, offended with 2021, hurting from things in 2021, carrying a yoke you're not supposed to carry. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for making a way through Jesus Christ that we can live a life in 2022, reach towards you. Empower us, O Lord, to do exactly that. Thank you that you've blessed the work of our hands. Thank you, Lord, whatever you have given us, for the grace to double it, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, for being our breaker that has gone before us to give us the breakthrough, O Lord. Thank you for being the one that's gone before us to make our way straight and smooth, O Lord, so that we can live a life in 2022 rich towards you. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. Help us as your people, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Family, maybe you are sitting here and you have burdens from 2021. Yokes from 2021. Difficulties from 2021. You have to let it go. Maybe you are sitting here and you were serving the Lord with a loyal heart. But somehow you've wandered away. It's time for you to get back to Jesus. Amen. Just come the way that you are and accept him. 
He loves you. He's not asking you to do anything because he's done everything on the cross. He's just asking you to accept what he's done on the cross. Amen? I want every person to put their right hand on their heart, raise your other hand to heaven, and just pray this prayer loud after me. Say, Precious Father, my situation is beyond human means. I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth, and I believe with all my heart, that Jesus Christ died for me, that he's alive right now, that he's making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life, well-pleasing in your sight, in Jesus' mighty name. Every yoke, every burden, every heaviness from 2021, Forgive me, Lord, for trying to carry it. And I also forgive those that have wronged me. As Christ has forgiven me, I forgive, I release, and I place your yoke that is easy, your burden that is light upon my shoulders. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. So the key is, don't go and pick those things up again. You have given it to the Lord. Amen. Keep your eyes focused upon Jesus right now. Amen. If I can give you some advice, don't talk about the things of 2021. Don't talk about your sins. Don't talk about the defeat and failure. Egypt is a place of defeat and failure. God has taken you out of Egypt. You're on your way to the promised land. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer and you're in the area here, we want to take responsibility for you. I want to encourage you, get involved in a living church. This is a living church. Get submitted, committed, get planted so that you can grow in the things of the Lord. We want to teach you. God's way, according to Galatians 5 verse 22. His lifestyle so that you can finish strong. Amen. Hallelujah. Has your faith been lifted? Are you ready to go and to live a life in 2022? A life rich towards God. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, I don't know about you, but I know what God has given me. I'm going to double it. He's given me the ability and strength to be successful. I'm going to rely on his help. Like David trusted him to kill giants, I'm going to trust him to kill giants and live a life rich toward God in 2022. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.